Hale Varsity Radio, every weekday afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m. On Thursday, show from counterread.com, Brandon Vogel, former Colorado football head coach Gary Barnett, and staff writer for The Athletic, Mitch Sherman, that and more. Hale Varsity Radio is the best sports talk radio show around. Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbal have you covered every weekday, 4 to 6 p.m. with Hale Varsity Radio. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. This weekend, it's Nebraska versus nobody. They know who we are. We know who they are. So, but to me right now, the goal is for us to go 1-0 this week. They've got this. Uh, they're tough. You know, we, we went out Sunday night. Somebody said, was Sunday night worth it now? And they said, yeah, 100%. Nobody's coach doesn't even have the words. Nebraska versus nobody. Also, there's not a team that can't beat us. And there's not a team we can't beat. Nebraska sure as hell won't lose this one. I don't know what else to do other than to say what I just said. Nobody's D.C. isn't much for words either. (laughs) Nebraska could even put the ball on the carpet, and it won't matter. To me, it's all technical. It's about covering the tip of the ball and keeping the ball high and tight. Nebraska versus nobody is going to be lit. Take the hand off. Harvard's got it. 20, 15, 10, 5, dives, touchdown, Nebraska. Then you're you know, cooking with gas. In all seriousness, enjoy the other Big Ten games. Maybe reintroduce yourself to your kids. Catch up on some yard work. Do some laundry. I mean, you got all the time in the world, my friend. <laughs> Good morning. Welcome to Football Friday here on Herd at Sports Radio. I'm Ravi Lula. That is Mike Sauter. We are wrapping up your week with a very football-heavy show. We've got, uh, we've got high school, college. I think we're going to sprinkle a little pro in there as well. It's going to be uh, a terrific show for you. We have some excellent guests as well we'll have sam stanley elkhorn north head football coach he's actually coming up here in just about 10 minutes uh matt Terman from scut will join us at 7 30 as well and then we've got plenty of time to talk about college football huskers on their bye week want to do a little interesting way of grading them uh, uh through the first half of the season Uh, And then we will talk to Jerry Allen, the play-by-play voice of Oregon football. They've got the best matchup of the weekend against Washington. That's a 7-versus-8 matchup. And as we always do on Friday, we'll wrap up with our friend Matt Verzal, former Husker and owner of Paisan's Pizzeria. Joining me here, though, on AM590 ESPN Omaha and ESPN Tri-Cities is my guy, Mike Sauter. How you doing? Two, Two Big Ten West teams playing each other in that game. In which one? In the uh Oregon, Washington. Washington. Yeah, that one. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're, you know, it's kind of funny because Oregon does look like a Big Ten team. The way they play, they're pretty close. Yeah, they're good. They're, they look more like a Big Ten Devin team than. Devin Jackson. That's your guy. Yeah. Omar Burke. Omar Burke guy. Tatum uh, Tuioti also is a guy that is um, pretty good, and he obviously played at Lincoln Southeast. Tatum, Tatum Tuioti, yeah. For a minute. The, uh, his dad's the the D line coach there, yeah, still, right? Yeah, he yeah, was, yeah. He was at Nebraska, moved, and now he's, you know. yeah. Now he is. I think people know that, right? Yeah, I think so. I, I, I can't hear myself. Okay. Should I be able to hear myself? Uh, ideally, yeah. That's generally how we want to do that. It's a little 
a little hot on the mic. You okay, might. now I got it. I you got good? It. You good? I you good? You good? I think I figured out. Nope. Mm -mm. Okay, you okay. can you can follow along on. Ah! Shortly, you'll be able to follow along along on Twitter and YouTube. We're having some technical difficulties with the stream, but we'll get Shane. We'll get fix that it. up and running as soon as possible uh, with our intrepid producer Shane. You Hill. said you said something at, in the open there. Yeah. That I'm a, I like music. Just yeah. Kind of runs through my brain, and when you said something, a, a song popped in my head, and I. I'd lost it. Not that. Or that. Definitely not any of those. <laughs> no. That last one had a little Bollywood vibe to it. If you know it. me, I'm a little, I'm a little more hip hoppy than that. Um, yeah, I, I forget what it was. Anyway, totally random. Um, well, next time, just go ahead and sing it out. Just belt it I out. I will. It's fine. I'll just interrupt you. Uh, I didn't want to interrupt you. Speaking of of music and bands, so I, I mentioned how. I want to do a little. What does the band do on a bye week? <laughs> they probably practice, you know. Maybe they do a scrimmage as well. They like practice the halftime show. I, do I, I don't. I'm guessing. I don't know. Do they? I don't know. There's a bunch of band competitions now in high school. Yeah, schools. maybe they do a band competition. I don't know. I they don't I, do band competitions for college. I do think they? they do. No, yeah. they. Don't. I think they do. Somebody call us and let us know on the War Horse Sportsbook Hotline, eight 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 six three eight four eight seven six. If you know you whether know or not they do band competitions in college, I think they do. I don't. Why wouldn't they? I don't know. I don't know. If Drumline taught me anything, there are band competitions in college. That wasn't real. <laughs> it's not real. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure Nick Cannon actually went to Atlanta a and Nick Cannon was in that movie? I think he was. that was like his hey, big movie. Another thing to know about me, I don't watch movies very often. Yeah, see, so how would you even know I've if it was real? I never saw Drumline. I it could be a documentary. I have no idea. You have, yeah, see? What are you coming at me like that for? I don't know anything about movies. Most of my college guy. band uh, information comes from uh, the movie Drumline. So, I it, listen, I don't think Nick Cannon would lie to me. I couldn't tell you anything about drum like that. Well, it's about some uh, historically, I think they're fictional, historically black colleges and universities that have these band competitions, and hmm. that's about it. Yeah, I don't. That's I don't kind of know. the gist of it. I don't know if, like, Nebraska's band is doing a competition. They might. You don't know. This is nothing to do with a football Friday, though. Uh, Well, listen. They're very competitive when it comes to that, that, that band competition stuff, I especially see? down south. See? That's what I was saying. Shane, do we have our link yet? Not yet. Okay. Uh, I was having some mouse issues, and it mouse issues well the yeah battery die or what? yeah the batteries died man so. shane gets real mad when there's mouse issues one day i was coming in here and he he was letting the mouse have it he was he was giving it the business why don't you just get a regular one where you plug into the computer and then you don't have to worry about it the battery anyway i don't know uh what we're gonna do though for the Husker mid-season. I'm in a mood, though, today. So Good, bad, indifferent, a little, squirrely. A little squirrely today. I mean, I don't know how that's different. Swirly? It's from, from normal. You're Did you say all, swirly or squirrely? I don't know what that means. but A little strange, a little, a little skittish, a little... Nah. I'm... I'm just in a different mood today. Okay. I don't it's probably the lack of sleep. I don't week. know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but we'll find out. Squirrely. Uh, come it might up. have been that giant cup of coffee that you I had. had. A giant cup of coffee. I mean gigantic. It's <laughs> huge. Yeah? Huge. I haven't even gotten into my energy drink yet. Oh. We'll see what happens here in a minute. Um, 
later in the show. I think about 8 o'clock. That's the plan. Although nothing's really gone according to plan so far. Um, Today? <laughs> I want to evaluate the Nebraska midseason grade. But I don't want to just give it a letter grade or do it the way everybody else has done it. So I was thinking I'm, I've given each position group uh, a band which best describes how their season has gone. Oh, this will go well for me. So not uh, not a not a college band, you know, not like a Nick Cannon no, band. No, yeah, like, but mostly '90s oh, and 2000s. Don't even I do have tell an, me what I think you're gonna say. Well, I mean, there's definitely a creed in there. I'm oh. not gonna lie to you. Listen, I've been so inspired by the Texas Rangers and their love for creed that you know I just I thought we had to do it. We're gonna see if. Uh, like why? Listen, because they're a great American band, oh but God. mostly we're going to talk about bands from the '90s and 2000s and which positions group, position groups, uh, they most apply to. So you know, what do you it, think? Okay. It could <coughs> go really, really well. It might be uh, not my best idea, but I'm excited about it I have either a way. It's not your best idea. I you don't know. I don't have a lot of good ideas. <laughs> it's probably a terrible idea. Well, that's a good tease Who's for the U2? people. Who's you That's what I want to know. You, no one is you two. Isn't you two the best band ever? Um, I probably wouldn't say that, but I think there are some people that would make that argument. They're but pretty good. I don't think. No, I like you two. Did but you see the Sphere thing they did in, in the, the Vegas, Vegas Sphere? They yeah. opened it up. Yeah, yeah. They were the opening band. Yeah, it was pretty. I mean, the video stuff I saw from it was cool. Oh yeah, I've heard they'd put on one of the best concerts. I haven't been. Personally, yeah, but I've been a concert in years. Uh, when's the last concert I went to? It's been a minute. I went to, yeah, it's been a, a hot minute since I've been to an actual like I've a music a concert. concert. I've been to some comedy shows, but I haven't been to a concert in a while. I yeah, uh, yeah Sauter doesn't like to laugh. It's fun. I don't it's fine. I do like stand up comedy a lot, actually. You're so. too busy doing high school games, so you're all over. No, the place. I like, I do stand up comedy is like my release like one of your things yeah like i because you know on on the netflix or whatever it's called yeah they've gone all, they've gone kind of all in on those stand-up specials do, you can watch like it's an hour and 10 minutes yeah. right and so if i want a little break from just mental thought mm -hmm. i throw on one of those and just laugh a little bit yeah do you have any a favorites little crude you know i like the little i like the crude you know i'm shocked mean um <laughs> stand-up comedy stuff like if it, you know, cursing and all that is fine in that. Um, do I have a favorite? Yeah, do you have any? Really. any Bert Kreischer is pretty good. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's like a storyteller comic. He's, you yeah. know. He did a. Kind of weaves a narrative. YouTube special thing that I caught. I mean, I think it was during COVID. And I watched the whole thing and it was funny. They were doing some dumb stuff. Yeah. Like dumb stuff. Like Jackass the movie. Like yes. I thought that stuff was hilarious. I Like see. people getting hurt. You, you enjoy? I enjoy laughing. I uh, I was a big fan of Jackass in high school, but I think that's also that was maybe like, it's because I'm a Jackass. I mean, that very well could be it. That's probably if I had to guess. Depends on who you ask. That's probably a factor here. <laughs> but no, I think it's it's very uh, that target audience was very like twelve to twenty four year olds, mm -hmm. and I think you were probably in that age range when it came out. <laughs> wow, I don't even know when it came out. Uh, like, like early two thousands. Late 90s, early. I think it was yeah, early 2000s. That was, that was more college there. That's why I said 12 to 24. You're in college yeah. still. I was trying to give you a little benefit of the doubt there. I tried, yeah. tried to extend the age range on the upper end there. Yeah. 
I'm a little older than people think, I think. Yeah, you're a little older than me. That's okay. Not a lot. Yeah, we're not. Just a little bit. Like the the colonoscopy is coming quick. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, the days are numbered before that first one has to happen. I'll say that. I yeah, I just you called me like two weeks ago. And you're like, I just got done with my physical. And I was like, did they? Because I thought they were going to have to, like, check your prostate yeah, and like, do no, the whole no, thing. No. And you're like, nope, I got one more here. Yeah. <laughs> um, my days are numbered. Listen, it's all right. It's good for your health. Got to make sure you're okay. <laughs> Shane, are we, uh, are we efforting coach here? Shane. I will. Okay, so we'll be talking to uh, you. You guys today. are you guys are live now on the stream, so you can you can log into that while I effort the coach. Oh, we gotta re go back into it. Oh, we got yeah, we, you got a new invite. Um, I didn't get. It's been uh, a little bit of an awkward start to the show. That's okay. We're gonna talk to Sam Stanley here in just a couple minutes. Good football coach, by the way. Yeah, they're pretty good out there at Elkhorn North. They got a big game tonight, he right? Was, uh, yeah, he was Bennington. Yeah, Bennington, and then Bennington's won thirty three, thirty four in a row, thirty three. 33, I think. Yeah. I think last time we talked, it was 32. 32. Yeah, 33 in a row. Um, you know, a lot of people think this one might be the one. So, I'll be there. I'll be there. So, yeah, so That's the game I'm going to because it won my game of the week by a lot. I'm sure we are going to get into it later as well, probably when we're talking to you during your normal segment. But uh, Bennington has seemed – they've had a couple games where they've been a little more vulnerable this year than yeah, they have been it's in years past. They're yeah. not quite as – I mean, they've had a lot. I mean, obviously, you have a 33-game winning streak. You're gonna have a lot of turnover over that part. But uh, offensively, it's been a little bit of a struggle. Little bit. I mean, more so than to what yeah, more so than years. We're grading yeah. on a scale here. Yeah. Um, joining us now, Elkhorn North head football coach Sam Stanley. He's got that big game against Bennington tonight. Coach, how are you this morning? Good. How are you guys doing? We are doing well. Wow, and you're all business right now. Feel like. I feel like, feel like you're, like, locked in right now already. It is early. It's 7.15, and you're like, I'm good. Let's, yes, play, the, let's yeah. play the game. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this game day. I, real quick, Robbie, sorry. I no, go ahead. go ahead. Um, how, how good is Chase Lofton? Because it feels like every day he gets a new offer from some power conference school. Uh, Chase is uh, he's pretty darn good. Um, he's, he's had a heck of a season for us and, um, you know, he's, he's obviously an incredible talent. Um, you know, the, the attention he's getting from, from a lot of different schools is, is very well deserved. Um, but, you know, he's, he's done a great job for us as well. Um, so yeah, we're, we're super proud of Chase and, um, Super, super excited about what he brings to our program, and and, and excited for his future as well. You got another, not just Chase, but you you got another big guy that doesn't get talked about at all enough. And in, in Tommy Mechna, he's six three, um, so you have those two big targets to go to. How how do you decide which one to take a shot with? I guess because they both can stretch the field. Yeah, you know it's it, we're, we're pretty fortunate to have uh, to have two guys like that that can can really cause problems for a defense and and just felt like it's really given us a, 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 a lot of advantages just you know when you have one guy like that it's tough but um tough for a defense but when you got two of them it, it, it gets really difficult pretty quick and and fortunately we've been able to to take advantage of that a little bit this year and, and hope to continue to be able to do so so johnny ferguson made the transition from 
primarily a running back to quarterback this year, and, and you guys obviously haven't lost with him leading the show. But he, he clearly um, can beat you with his legs. How much of a threat has he been, and, and how, I guess, maybe proud are you of his development at that position in such a short time? Yeah, you know, Johnny's been uh, – a team first guy since day one um he's done whatever we've asked him to do um and and you know i know a lot of guys say hey you know i'll do what's best for the team but johnny's really walked that walk um when we needed him uh to start at linebacker last year you know he started the season as a safety we felt like we needed more speed at linebacker so we went to him and he was he jumped in both feet first and, and had a tremendous year at linebacker for us um you know, obviously was a was a tool for us on offense as well, um, and you know I, that's that's probably what I appreciate about about Ferg the most is just how willing he is um, to do whatever uh, the team needs him to do. I mean, he's the kind of guy that you know if we went to him on Monday and said, "Hey, we need you to play some center," he he wouldn't bat an eye and he'd just do it. You know, he's just that kind of guy. And so he's had a really good season, um, and I think that he's uh, he's really developed as the season's gone along. I think that. You know, um, especially in, in the passing game, we—I uh, feel like he's taken a really big jump here the last few weeks, and uh, he's done a tremendous job. Super proud of him, Coach. Just you know, as, as we were looking at your schedule and how you've gotten to this point, you haven't had a ton of close ball games yet, but you have to imagine uh, if you're able to uh, win tonight at Bennington, that's probably a game that's going to go down to the wire. How do you prepare your guys in practice for situations that maybe they haven't encountered yet during the course of the season? Um, it's a great question. Uh, our, our goal in practice every week is just to make things as difficult as possible. Um, we want to stress our guys as much as we can um, so that, you know, it, we make things really difficult and kind of crank the pressure up so that hopefully, you know, uh, on game night, things feel somewhat relaxed. You know, I know that that isn't always the case, but, um, you know, our pro we've had some really good practices over the last few weeks, and that, that's just a credit to our seniors um, and their leadership as they've, as they've gotten this group ready and, and kind of led the way. And so, um, you know, the other thing I think that's, you know, a positive for us is we, we were a fairly young team last year, and we played a number of close ball games. Um, so we, we've got a lot of guys that have been in those kind of games. Um, you know, maybe not quite as much this season, but they have been through that and uh, and know what it takes to win games like that. You guys are averaging just over 31 points a game. Bennington's averaging 29 points a game. Uh, is anyone touching 30 tonight? Because <laughs> I don't – in my opinion, I don't think it's going to get that high. I, you know, I, I think that uh, Bennington has a – well, they got a heck of a football team, but I think they play really good defense. Yeah, tremendous. Um, you know, I, I like to think we're we're doing all right there too. So, it, you know, points may be tough to come by tonight. Um, the weather might have a little something to say about that as well. But, uh, um, yeah, I, I think it's going to be you know going to be a good football game. It's going to be like an old school class B, just grind it out type of game. <laughs> Yeah, it might be. You know, I, I, you know, I do think that whoever's, uh, whoever's able to establish a run game, um, you know, they, they're, they're going to be in the driver's seat. Coach, as you 
get ready to face Bennington all week. Obviously, everybody knows they're on this huge winning streak. How do you get guys to focus on who that team is tonight and who they are right now versus what they've been over the course of the last couple of years? How do you keep that from kind of seeping in? Um, to be honest, we just haven't really talked about it. Um, and, and I don't, I don't know that that's been intentional. Um, I think it more, more so just has aligned with our, our philosophy of how we've approached the entire year. Um, you know, with, our, our our message to our guys every day in practice is it's about us and it's about how good can we play, um, how good of a team can we be uh, on a given day in practice on a Friday night, you know whatever that looks like. And so um, that that mindset's really served us well, and and our seniors and our players have really adopted that. Um, so we're kind of to the point where we just we're just worried about us and getting as good as we can possibly be, and, and obviously we prepare as best we can for our opponents, but. Um, yeah, we just haven't we haven't really talked about it that much, to be honest. Um, I'm going to stick with the Bennington theme here. Um, number two for them is awfully good at outside linebacker. How Very do good. you? Yeah, how do you? Uh, how do you stay away from him? Because they can they use him. I mean, he can play in the box. He can go out. He can play corner if they need to. Safety is all over the place. Do you kind of try and go away from him? I mean, they got other players that are pretty good too, but how do you game plan for a player that's that dynamic on the defensive side? Well, I think the most important thing is you, you need to know where he's at at all times and, and, and kind of like you said, Mike, how, how, are, how are they using him? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, on a given series, given down. Um, but that's the most important thing for us, whether you're choosing to run away or run at a player like that, whatever that may be, it's, you know, the thing that we've talked to our guys about is just knowing where, knowing where those kinds of players are uh, at all times um, and, and how that relates to, to the play call. And their, their quarterback can really use his legs um, off platform throws and kind of, it's like a, the high school version of trying to be Patrick Mahomes a little bit um, sometimes. So how do you defend that real quick? Um, you know, it's, it, I think that pressure is important, you know, hoping that our D line can get home and, and make him uncomfortable. Um, that being said, he does an excellent job outside of the pocket and improvising, like you said. And so, uh, we just got to make sure he's accounted for. You know, that's, that's the biggest thing for us going into tonight is we need to make sure that he's accounted for on extended plays, scrambles, things along those lines because he's a heck of a player, and if you don't account for him, he's, uh, he's going to hurt you. That is Sam Stanley, head football coach at Elkhorn North. Good luck tonight, Coach. Guys, thanks for having me. Yep, see you tonight. Coming up next, we will have Matt Turman of Omaha Scut for more high school football on Herd at Sports Radio. Hail Varsity Radio, every weekday afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m. On Thursday, show from counterread.com, Brandon Vogel, former Colorado football head coach Gary Barnett, and staff writer for The Athletic, Mitch Sherman, that and more. Hail Varsity Radio is the best sports talk radio show around. Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbal have you covered every weekday, 4 to 6 p.m. with Hail Varsity Radio.